Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits. Let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. Well, this is Dr. Carol Francis. So glad you could join us. Now, they're going to have another out-of-the-box sort of discussion. We certainly have had a lot of in-the-box lately. But this is all about a November 21st, 2015. If you're listening to this afterwards, sorry, you'll miss this. It's called the Soul Journey Festival. And it's going to be held in Irvine at a wonderful school called the School of Multidimensional Healing Arts and Sciences. Let me do that again. The School of Multidimensional Healing Arts and Sciences that was created by Jerry Woods and is a conglomerate of individuals who teach all sorts of different metaphysical healing arts and sciences that are from all sorts of different perspectives. And the wonderfulness about this school is that almost every single perspective, as long as it's humane and in the nature of human evolution, uh, is accepted to be open for discussion. There's none about judgment. It is about critical thinking, and it's definitely about uh, exploration. And so the teachers there are open to all sorts of different phenomenon, experiences, and perspectives. It is truly a multidimensional way of looking at things, both including sciences, alternate forms of healing, and definitely different forms of understanding the metaphysical aspects of life. So one of those aspects of life is you being able to travel outside of your three-dimensional experience of your five senses into all sorts of different experiences and be able to explore the universes that are possibly available to you. And this is out of the box because it's out of the box of your ordinary experiences. So on November 21st, we are going to teach a four-hour workshop, myself and eight other practitioners, I am the keynote speaker, all about astral projection, shamanic journeying, past life regression, communicating with angels, going and traveling to those that have passed on. Uh, And we're going to be talking with Deborah Hookie today about being able to talk to those. She is a medium, a nationally well-known medium. Uh, Christina Geikis is going to speak to us about doing hypnotherapy with past life regression, which is definitely traveling beyond the the time-space continuum. And we have other explorations for you as well. So you need to come join us November 21st. We'll tell you more information about it. And if you pre-register, $35, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine something so inexpensive, $35 for a four-hour intensive experience-rich workshop. You uh, pre-registering, we will begin to send you materials that you can start listening to now to enrich your experience starting now because there's nothing like the present. And at the present, we are going to introduce you our first guest speaker who is Dr. Christina Geikus. Welcome to the program, Christina. Hello? Are you with us? I see the phone number. Someone has called. Who's calling from 714622 is the first six numbers. Hello, you are on. I am. Hello? This is Jade Elizabeth. Oh, Jade Elizabeth, you have called so early. Well, can we start I with you? I was told that to call now. <laughs> well, call now. Okay. We had you on for 1015, uh, uh, the show time, but you were, the truth is, here you are. So, Jade, you have a lot of experiences with hypnosis. 
You also work with Reiki energy, which is a healing energy, and you do different alternative healing arts. And you have a passion about helping women and men really move forward in their life. And your your website, journeythroughtransformation.com, is all about that transformation. So in terms of soul journeys, what experiences have have you gone through, either yourself or with people you can talk about, that have convinced you that there's definitely other planes besides this physical plane that people need to explore, need to understand, need to really embrace? Well, Jade, what do you think? Well, for me, it's more of uh, there has to be something bigger, better, and more magnificent than what we're seeing with our own eyes. And when you go into meditation or when you even do a past life, um, I also do NLP, which is timeline, which allows you to even go to past lives or even your ancestral lives. There has to be more. It has to take you back deeper and, and, um, and, and more. For me, it's all about healing me and then uh, what I learn, what I do, I help others. Okay, so when you say it just has to be, it just has to be, I, I'm thinking, Jay, that you probably have one or two experiences, either with yourself or clients, and clients you can talk about, not ones that are confidential, that have convinced you the reality of this. Can you give us one or two of those stories? Well, I actually had a sighting, a Mother Mary sighting in a session that I was doing with someone. Um, they had lost their parents. Um, it was a tragic accident, and it was an offer. I just offered to do an energy session on them. And one of the frequencies that I'm going to be teaching at this soul journey was one of the frequencies I was running over the heart. And all of a sudden, I was told to look up, and it was one of their past loved ones that was standing there and said they would help. It was amazing the experience of love when they put their hands over mine. And when I shared the experience after the session, they really began to cry because it was her grandmother who she was so close to in life. Wow. Well, was that like one of your first times and, did, and when you blow, were you blown no, away? No, it or wasn't. You, um, you know, I don't know if I've ever not known. Um, and I really can't pinpoint it like, you know, it was this, it was that. There was, it's always, I just always have known that this isn't the only lifetime I've been here. But I don't know how I can tell you that. Other than the, what I've been shown, you know. Um, I also do mediumship, so I speak to loved ones for others. The reason I don't do it a lot anymore is because I feel the pain of how the loved one may have passed. And to me, that was just too traumatic. So oh, I got into energy okay. work. <laughs> okay. So now energy work is multidimensional as well. and Absolutely. Yeah, so tell us some about your experience with energy work and how that relates to our consciousness about our energy bodies. Well, you know, everything in this reality that we see is energy. Every single thing. 
Our thoughts are energy. Our body is energy. The soul that comes in energizes the physical body so that the physical body becomes animated. And a lot of people don't understand that. I didn't either until I actually got my first Reiki attunement, and it was like this aha light went on, and everything became clear. Now, not everyone has that experience, but from there, I have watched people um, get cured of cancer. Now, it doesn't work for everyone, um, but healing not only is through the energy, it's also through thought, but thought is energy. And when you combine the two, the physical, the mental, um, the emotional, and you heal and work in energy in all three of those modalities, you heal. Hmm. Okay, so give us some examples about some healing process that you've seen and how you've kind of coalesced all this together. Walk us through an actual experience. Well, okay, my, um, my old business partner... Um, ended up with breast cancer. And um, this was her second bout because she had had it years ago, but it had gone uh, pretty far where it was in the breast, it was in the lymph node, and it was in the bone. So we started doing um, daily Reiki treatments on her, and it wasn't just myself. It was also her students because she also taught Reiki, Um, We did uh, some NLP timeline. We did some EFT, which is the emotional tapping. Um, We did some affirmations. So it was combining all of them during all of her treatment. Now, along with this, she also used visualization that we created. So when she would go in to get her chemo, she would end up with... um, seeing only the chemo going to the cancer cells and nowhere else in her body. After it was completely over, the doctors asked her what she's been doing because according to what I'm understanding, even when the cancer is gone, there's always a shadow there. They can't find it. It's gone out of her bone. They can't find it unless it's hiding, but they can't find it anywhere, and it's not in her lymph node anymore. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So for me, and, and, that's a miracle. So so how recently did this occur, James? Uh, three years, three, three years ago, four years ago. Okay, and she's still fine. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I just oh saw gosh. her on Friday. Oh, my gosh. This is, uh, every time I hear this, I, th- this is what I call a verification experience, where it verifies that whatever it is being implemented here. It's powerful and real. Do you, do you consider this like a, a placebo effect, or do you consider this like quantum healing, or is there another set of names people might look at this from another different perspective? Well, you know, the only thing that the only way that I can explain it is that it takes not just the person sending or giving the energy. It also is up to the person receiving it because you have to change your thought pattern about miracles and really expect them. Because if you expect them, they happen. Hmm. So if they're not happening, it it, it may be that you're not partnering with them happening. Correct. 
if someone comes in and really and truly doesn't believe what you're doing is going to shift them, you're always right. You know that uh, the universe always makes you right. Hmm. So if so you have a doubt, you're going to be right. So if they were to walk into a medical facility or a cancer treatment facility and they also believed that this was not going to work and that they were going to die, equally that type of treatment would be compromised. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Is, that's the, yeah. That's the You know, NLP, part of, part of what NLP does is it teaches you the language that the mind uses. Okay? Also. Even in the law of attraction, it talks to you about ask and receive. Don't worry about how. The issue is, though, is if your frequency, your thoughts do not match what it is that you're asking for, then you won't get it. You will get what your frequency and your thoughts are um, are matching. So how does this fit into that sense of guilt or, you know, the self-infliction that, you know, now you're blaming me for my illness or now you're blaming me for my circumstances and how insensitive of you or, you know, that, that whole type of response to that. How do you, how do you address that concern? Well, I just tell them about my stories and how I used to do exactly the same thing. And until I shifted, nothing else shifted. Can you give us one of those stories? About me. Okay, let's see. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, let's see. Um, Well, one of my biggest struggles has been um, loving myself. Okay. And I'm sure that that fits in with so many people. I also thought at one time that my thoughts in my head were all mine and that I was the victim. And I realized after studying some of the things that I do that everything outside of me is a mirror. And if I don't like what I see outside, I have to shift that inside so that I'm going to see something different. So I thought, okay, if that's really the case, then I'm every single day, I'm going to start affirmations of I deserve it. I love myself. And I really worked hard doing mirror work. And all of a sudden, the people around me that... Um, used to do certain and different things, they started to shift. Then I realized that what I expect from other people, if I expect them to show up a certain way, they can't help but show up that way. So I started shifting that. So when I see clients come, I see them already healed, and when they leave, they are exactly how I saw them when they walked in. Huh. And so you saw them the way you feel like they optimally should be. Is that a fair right? Way to I it? saw them at the perfection. See, a lot of people don't realize. They say, "Well, you know, God or universe, how, whatever name you want to give it, um, they know what I'm feeling." No, they don't. He sees you, or she, or or the it sees you as perfect. That's how you were huh. created. We hmm. see ourselves flawed. Hmm. So for me, so, huh. so so you're saying that 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 the the source to God that the create the whatever the the all is that's manifested through us it really wants to explode itself in terms of a, a type of perfection that's called us, 
and it and we're out of sync with it. And us being out of sync of it with it is our choice. Uh, but it's definitely not that source's intention. Am I close at all to what you're suggesting? Absolutely. See, if, think about it. Okay, if you think about your supreme being. Okay. You honestly think that supreme being would make something flawed. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So you were made perfect. But hmm. I also believe that we have a soul contract that we do in every lifetime that when we come into this reality. Okay. Hmm. And when we make that contract, there are certain things we want to learn from so we put them in our contract. It might even be to come in with a handicap just to experience what that might be. Wow. And to me, this is the reason why babies sometimes come in with defects. They want to experience that and see what life would be because how else do we grow and learn? Hmm. Don't we do it through experience? whether it be positive but, or negative. Jade, this is a, a far cry from those who have been raised to believe that we're born in sin and that any sign of imperfection is a consequence of some sort of sin that that we're wearing, like the scarlet letter. It's a far cry from that kind of Believe it or mentality. not, that's how I was raised. I was raised I that if I did something wrong, I was going to be, the supreme being was going to punish me. And I thought to myself, even at that young age, that can't be the case. Why would I want to... Uh, pray to someone who's going to punish me if if I don't do it perfect. Mm-hmm. And it was also something that I had str- uh, that I strived for all my life was that perfection. Hmm. <laughs> and I found oh. out and realized nothing's perfect. Even nature is not perfect. It is, but it isn't. So not perfect in that it 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 isn't completely symmetrical, but perfect in that it's com- if if it's in in line with what it was created to be, it is perfect. Yes, but if you look at a, at a leaves on a tree, not every single one looks identical. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it's not perfect. Right. So, so Jane, my now, big the, message. Sorry. No, no. My go ahead. big message is. I want I want people to really begin to love themselves because the minute you do that, you have so much more. If you're filled, you have so much more to give, especially all those givers out there. Mm-hmm. But if you give on an empty tank, eventually you're going to get um, uh, resentful. Well, Jade, I'm going to put you on the spot. You ready? I want you to yes. lead us in a, a like a hypnotic meditation moment while you radiate Reiki. I'm a Reiki master as well, so I'll radiate with you to everyone that listens to this. Past, present, and future is not relevant, right? So lead us through a hypnotic uh, a moment, a meditation moment, where we both are sending Reiki energy that pertains to the power of this transition in self-love. Okay. You're on the spot. Okay. Here we go. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks, because Jay. it's one of the I actually have a CD about about self-love. So, um I, we'll just wing it and see what what the universe has me say. 
Beautiful. Okay. So um, I want all the audience, I want everyone to just close your eyes and take a couple of nice deep belly breaths. Just breathe all the way into the belly and breathe out. Take another deep breath in and release. And from this point forward, every breath you breathe, you will relax more and more. Now in your imagination, imagine a white light just above your head. And let this white light flow down. Let it enter into your crown And let it begin to flow all the way down your body, both inside and out. And as it flows down, every part of you begins to relax. Your facial muscles, your eyes, your mouth, your jaw may even slide open just a little bit. Allow the throat to just let go as you gently, gently breathe. Let this light flow all the way down your chest into your lower abdomen, into your lower body, all the way down your legs to the tips of your toes. Also allow the light to flow down your shoulders all the way into your fingertips. Now, as you begin to listen to the sound of my voice, I want you to take your attention to your heart center. And in the very middle of your heart, imagine a spark of white light, brilliant light, almost like a star. And imagine now that as you're giving it attention, it grows bigger and brighter. And you realize it's a doorway. This doorway takes you directly to source of unconditional love. It's a two-way doorway, but right now, we're only interested in the frequency of love from source flowing out. And imagine that frequency is beginning to flow out of that doorway into you. You might feel it. You might see it. You might just know that it's there. You might hear a rush of energy flowing into you. But allow this unconditional love to flow everywhere. Let it begin to fill every cell of your body. Let it flow from your heart down all the way to the tips of your toes. Let it flow all the way up down your arms to the tips of your fingers. And let it flow all the way up to the very top of your head. Now, in your imagination, you might even imagine every single cell in your body is smiling. For there is nothing greater than the frequency of love. 
Now that you're full, let's share it. Mm. As you breathe in, begin to breathe out the excess that continues to flow into you. And as you breathe in, breathe in more love from those that are sharing it. And then again, breathe out the excess love and know that as we continue this breath over and over and over, always breathing out the excess that's continuously flowing in, we begin to fill the room, the city, and eventually when enough of us is doing this, we will encircle and encompass the whole planet. Thank you. Now, I want you to hold the intention that this will continue for the rest of the day without you even having to think about it. Mm. Hmm. So, Jade, move us back into the conversation here with us back on the radio show as people take a deep breath in and come back and just transmit it. That was beautiful. Jade, how do they get a hold of that CD that you mentioned about self-love and so forth and so on? Take it away. How do we contact you? Well, um, my website is Journey Through Transformation, but through is spelled T-H-R-U, or they can also put in www.jadeelizabeth2es.com, and it will take you to my website. I think right now I'm having a glitch with my um, downloading, but you can try. If you have an issue, just contact me. All the information is on my website. Um, My email is jade at jadeelizabeth.com. And that is E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H. And journey through transformation of the word through is T-H-R-U. Jade, give us your last final sentence as we... We move on to the next, uh, also equally amazing. And I apologize to Christina that I took her spot. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. She hadn't called in yet. See, Jade, it worked out perfectly. So so tell us, Jade, what's your final phrase? Always, always fill you up first before you share, because what you're sharing then is more love, than you could ever possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jade. Jade, we look forward so much to having you contribute at the Soul Journey Festival, November 21st. And your specific uh, tra- out- breakout session is going to be teaching them what in your meditation exercise. What is your goal for that It's breakout? three specific frequencies. It's not Reiki energy because that takes an attunement. But there, there are three specific frequencies that you can run through your body to release Physical pain is one frequency, another is emotional pain, and the other is mental stress. Hmm. So that's I'm going to teach you how to do that so that you can even do that on your own for better health. Okay, Jade. We'll look forward to seeing you then November 21st. 
and have a great day spreading your love, Jay. Thanks for sharing it so much with us. Greatly, greatly oh, well, appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for having me on the show. I <laughs> so much appreciate it. And please keep spreading your words uh, to the world. Thank you so much. Okay. Listeners, we have next Deborah Hookie, and she is a nationally well-known medium. Hi. And, uh, hello. She's, hello. She's going to discuss... Hello. At the November 21st, uh, 2015 Soul Journey Festival, uh, Deborah, you're going to be talking about soul journeys, uh, soul journeys to loved ones that are passed over. Can you give us a little bit of information about what you're hoping we are all going to experience during your presentation? Well, good morning. How are how is everybody today? Good. <laughs> We're Can all you hear good. Me? Okay, yes, perfectly. Good. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, we are going to actually work on, I'm going to have everybody connect to their loved one. So everybody that attends will actually have a one-on-one session with their loved ones. So they will personally connect with their loved ones with me guiding this, them. So. Uh, see, to me, this is like one of the... When I started doing soul journeys through astral projection and my ma- my mother passed over, um, I said to myself, oh, gee, you know, why don't I just astral project to where my mother is right now? And it was a, it was amazing. It was amazingly easy. It was a, a wonderful visit, and I, now I do it all the time. And you, you don't really necessarily think of that. We feel ourselves to be so completely alone and divided from everybody in this physical form. So I'm so excited that you're going to be teaching people how to soul journey, in essence, to be able to commune with your loved ones passed over. So can you give us some experiences that have verified to you that this is actually possible, that people will actually be able to talk to their loved ones? You know, so many times when I'm doing um, one-on-one sessions or even on a more a public forum, uh, it's it's about the validation that they're receiving that it is their loved ones. Sometimes um, I've heard when I when I do uh, when I'm giving a reading, I they actually say they can actually see that their loved one through me. So it's like that transformation mm-hmm. that you're seeing in a like a trans medium, basically that you're actually mm-hmm. seeing that person come through. Um, but many times when you're when you're giving that when you're giving a reading and you're giving that one-on-one attention that you know they're they're asking for, you're literally channeling whatever that loved one is saying. So it it could be just a, a saying that 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 their mom or their dad or their brother used to something that of course I would never know, but it's that validating saying or something that just connects them to them. And they look at me like that's exactly wow. what they would have said, <laughs> you know. Yep. So, uh, and, and a lot of times um, I um, connect, uh, I, collect, I connect them to their loved ones with, it's kind of like I've had somebody say, it's kind of like when I talk to you, it's kind of like I'm having um, tea with my mom again, you know. And mm-hmm. it's kind of that connection that you're making so they can sit and speak to their loved one, you know. Mm-hmm. And and because their loved ones are always aware of what we're doing today, because that's just as important as um, about the past of what everybody remembers, um, that makes that connection even stronger again. And so that that's when we know that love is infinite. doesn't matter mm-hmm. which side we are on, 
because love is forever and ever and ever. Mm. You know, now what what about those experiences, Deborah, where the person who's passed on really wasn't very loving and you're not so sure you want them you want them around, like go away. You weren't good in the physical I, form. I don't want you in the spirit form. <laughs> I, you know, I, I do a lot of um, uh, public events, and I've brought in um, loved ones, or if we can call them loved ones. Uh, I've brought them in. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And sometimes the receiving end, the, the, the person that's receiving the message, they'll say, I don't want to talk to my dad. I don't want anything to do with my dad, you know, and – there, there was a story one time, a woman made an appointment with me, and I was at a fair, and she was about an hour and a half away, but she made an appointment with me to see me at this fair, and she came in um, to see me, and I brought in her father, and that was exactly what she said. I don't want to talk to my father. I yeah. don't want to talk to him. He wasn't a nice person. You know, I don't want to talk to him, and I always right. honor the spirit no matter what. I always say, "Can we, he's here for a reason. Can we wow. just hear, you know, what the message is? And she wow. says, well, okay, okay, but I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I said, okay, that's fine. So he came in, and he was telling her that whatever whatever they experienced in, in, when he was here, I mean, it wasn't a good experience, but um, he said that he can never take back whatever he did in this lifetime. He can never take it back. But now he's coming in because of the fact that that relationship that she had with her father, she is having the same thing with her daughter. And that's why he brought her to me. So she would open her eyes so Whoa. she can, she, yeah, that was, it was a pretty deep message. And she wow. was just like, wow. I go, yeah, he's helping you on the other side because um, he doesn't want the same thing happening. And, and so I always honor the spirit regardless of how they were. Um, because there's always a message there. There's always a message, and there's a reason why they're coming, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely. So it's beautiful. Well, I'm going to put you on the – yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm going to put you on the spot. You ready, Deborah? I think you probably handle this just fine. But are, are there such a thing as evil spirits? There is. There is. Okay. I've, I, I was just telling somebody a story recently about – I've only honestly have encountered uh, once in my lifetime, um, I pretty well am very well protected. And any time I do a reading or any venue that I'm at, I protect everyone. I mean, I protect it where everybody is, like, it's it's a beautiful feeling because I invite everybody in. And when I say any everybody in, it's my guides, it's the angels, it's, you know, all the saints, it's archangels, it's God, it's everybody so I can protect my space and that's really important and and I did have an occasion when I, I do it on a monthly basis at a at the school multidimensional I, it's called Messages and Beyond and everyone who comes I give them a message so if there's 15 30 or 40 people I give everybody a message whoever attends um, and so I, I gave this gentleman a message and it was Mother's Day. It was a Mother's Day event, and it, he kind of got up from his seat and walked out, and he was just really just all over the place. And at the end, when we were finished, they told me, oh, he wants to speak to you, and I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'm exhausted now. I've done over 32 messages, right? I said, okay, oh, wow. I'll talk to him. So I talked to him, 
and literally he was angry. He was so angry. He says, I feel everybody's energy and, I mean, everything. I mean, every word, of course, he was cussing, and, and he was not a happy person, and he was just getting madder and mad. And all I kept saying is, I'm here, uh, I'm here of love, and and God is here with me. My guys are here with me. I go, there's obviously a reason why you're here, you know. I mean, so how can I help you? How can I help you? And I kept, you know, mentioning God, and all of a sudden, this this man that I'm speaking to, his voice changed. It's like his whole personality changed completely. And I looked at him like, oh, my God, that's not him anymore. He's even worse, right? I mean, he's all of a sudden his eyes changed, his voice changed and everything. And I kept saying, I'm here with God. I'm of love and light. And you are not who you are. And I want you to bring him back. I want you to bring him back. And he kept laughing for a while. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, now what the heck is going on here, you know? Oh, and, wow. Uh, it, it was, and I was just, but I just kept, I kept pushing it because I knew I was protected and God's much stronger than anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as I kept saying that, finally he went back to who he was. And mm-hmm. this is a, a, a gentleman that was, I mean, he was, you know, he's been, abused as a child, I mean, he was an alcoholic, I mean, he was of a lower vibration, and Mm -hmm. I I, I looked at him, and I mean, he was back to normal, and I just talked to him for a little bit, you know, and Mm -hmm. I told him, like, if I can help you at all, you know, and that was the devil, I mean, it was literally, I was talking to the devil, And, and because of my belief, and, and I'm, I'm, I believe in my in God and my guides and, and everybody that is protecting me that they help me in that situation. But that was a lesson for me too because it does exist and that's something a lot of people don't understand. It does exist, you know, and that's why it's so important to protect yourself all the time when you're doing this work. So, oh, Jelly, so many so many questions are coming out from that amazing experience. And again, you're going to be with us November 21st teaching a very specific 15-minute powerful meditation that's going to help people be able to talk to individuals. And you'll you'll be protecting people so that they'll be able to get to the good stuff. (laughs) And then the whole whole four hours, all nine of us are going to be sending amazing energy to everyone so they can heighten so many aspects of who they are as they learn how to do different types of soul journey. So how in the world do you teach the ordinary Joe and Jane out there to actually be able to listen to their loved ones, hear, listen, see. How do you, how do you actually teach that? What, I know that's an impossible question to answer in the last few minutes, but can you give us some hint? Well, I have taught many, I mean, many people from beginners, intermediate, of course, advanced, but in different levels, and even on my classes that I teach today, in my class, there's at different levels. So everybody's at a different level. But the first thing about teaching how to connect to your loved one is to, of course, you have to believe in it, right? And, right. I mean, that's that's the first part of it. And then the second part is to start trusting yourself. So I teach them wow. a little bit about their intuition, like what is your gut feeling, you know, because they still mm-hmm. have to, that is a part of what we do. And mm-hmm. um, many times I will... Um, I have um, taught, I I do teach some classes where I will have 
them, um, I will hold the space and I'll put them in a, a meditative state and I will have them connect directly with their loved ones. And I have them write down a whole, uh, it's like a whole conversation written down. And hmm. I had a man who came to my class and he didn't have a very good relationship with his father. And he, because he trusted, and I held the space, he trusted, he wrote about 12 pages from him and his dad having a whole conversation. And you, you can't make up 12 pages. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. But the way that I teach really is about learning how to trust and and learning how to trust in whatever you're hearing. So I work on all their clairs as well because not everybody hears, not everybody feels, not everybody, right. you know, knows. So everybody, I, I kind of work on whatever their specific clear is first. And then eventually, you know, they'll keep working on all the other clairs. And um, what I've seen that it does, and also I teach classes about meeting and working with your guides, which is always helps to process because that when you're working with your guides, they actually even help you even more. So oh, and it teaches them self-esteem and, and you know, that trust. And, mm-hmm. and so that's basically how I do it. So, you know, I have had, again, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I've had readers who I really knew they were talking more about themselves and their own history and their own self-perception than they were about mine. They were so completely not related to anything that I was aware of then or even subsequently. But when I would get to know them, I would become very aware that, you know, actually they gave me a reading about themselves. So this this ability to have this intuition can also be kind of a self-reflection that's projected onto the person you're reading for. How does someone know the difference between when they're really just reading their own stuff versus reading the person that's asking them the questions? Well, I mean, for me, um, of course, I've been doing it for so long. Uh, yeah, you're it's great. About, you know, <laughs> I got a you. reading from you, but and I'm, it was I'm so not, spot on. Oh, well, again, it's and I always say this: I um I am just the person giving the message. I work with my guides, and I trust everything they give me. So when I give the message, and this is what I teach too: whatever I'm getting, I'm just going to say it. And and because if I don't, and I, that's why a lot of times when I give my message, I speak really really quick. Because when you don't speak really quick, you think about things. That's oh. when your ego gets in your way. So oh, that's, that's why when I give my messages, I, I always speak really, really quick. And that's why when I teach my classes, I always tell them. That they look, sometimes I look and like, oh, my gosh, here, here I am. Like, okay, come on, go quick. It's in and out, in and out. We're not waiting. I don't yeah. want you to think about it. I just want it to come out. And yeah. um, that's kind of when you get your ego out of the way. You know, and because and, uh, the ego has a lot to do with it, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's why it's so important when you're doing this work is to really work on yourself as well, right? So every mm-hmm. oh, everything yeah. that we do, it's really important for us to get rid of all that, all those things, all those things that we need to work on ourselves in order to be of service, in order to help people because that's what we're that's what we're about that's why we're here that's why we're on your show that's why we're doing that festival right that that's right exactly right well we're talking to deborah hookie and she can be reached at deborahhookie.com for a lot more information and a moment deborah i'm going to ask you how more they could contact you but deborah i do have to say it's kind of a testimonial that when i had a reading with you 
it was so quick and so spot on and it was so tangibly the individual that you brought in. I told you nothing. It was a cold reading. You didn't even know who I was except for maybe my picture. And that, that was it was it, it was so spot on and I immediately knew that you just ha- had no I don't know how to say it, no tolerance for your own ego presence. It was just not all about that. It was just all about okay, what's the communication here? Can do I have permission to step into your space and and bang, you were there. Um, so you truly were adherent to what you proclaimed. So, Deborah, with that testimonial, how do people get in touch thank with you? you? <laughs> so you can, <laughs> thank you very much. So you can reach me, uh, again, on my website, which is www.debrahookey.com. And um, you can uh, email me from that website um, as well or... And, and make your appointment, and thank you. I appreciate and, it. And you're welcome. So you will experience talking to your loved one, but also uh, to learn to do it yourself. Wow, what a gift to be able to have that type of uh, telecommunication power. Thanks so much, Deborah, for joining us. Thank you. And we I will, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, okay. We're going to sign off for now with Deborah Hookie, and we are going to excitedly bring Myrna... Godfrey on. Hello, Myrna. How are you? Hello. I am fabulous. (laughs) That's good to hear. You are a hypnotherapist and energy healer, and you've been providing assistance throughout the Orange County area. You can be reached at MyrnaGodfrey.com, M-Y-R-N-A-G-O-D-F-R-E-Y.com. But all that aside for a moment, Myrna, this is a show that is all related to the Soul Journey Festival. It's going to happen November 21st. People must come. This is going to be way too exciting, life-changing. With nine different practitioners, they're going to be teaching you all about out-of-body experiences, astral projection, past life regression, remote viewing, shamanic journeying, speaking with your guides, so forth and so on. And Myrna, your contribution comes from your skill set and your background. So what what is it you're going to share with the group November 21st? And then we will have a great conversation that will spring from there. What are you going to contribute on our wonderful Soul Journey Festival? I am going to contribute on that day. I'm going to help people to guide them so that they will allow themselves to be in a deep meditative state to fully integrate everything that we're going to be doing that day. And I do this every day. I do it all the time. I teach classes. I do one-on-one sessions. And I also do school all over the world. And what I'm able to do, I have, as you said, a lot of different modalities, a lot of different um, uh, healing modalities, energetic modalities that I'm certified in as well as hypnotherapy. And I also am clairvoyant, intuitive as well. And what I'm able to do, whether my, and it is one of my gifts, whether anyone, again, is a newbie or whether they're very advanced, I'm able to help people to get into a state of allowing, a state of really connecting and releasing whatever the blocks that they may have, whatever the fears that they may have, whatever the issues that they may have that are getting in the way of them really stepping into the truth of who they really are and also integrating all of this beautiful processes and energies that we're going to be doing that day. 
Mm, wonderful. So this is going to be a day where I'm going to be the keynote speaker trying to teach astral projection and remote viewing and shamanic journey. And then eight practitioners, and Myrna, you are one of them, over and over you're going to lead these smaller groups into these intense 15-minute exercises that will powerfully transform, and you're going to be able to loosen up the blocks that keep people from being able to engage to the beyond. So, Myrna, can you share with us what experiences you've had in moving in the out-of-body type processes, the soul journeys, that have convinced you beyond a shadow of doubt that truly we're not just here in physical form and there's so much more to experience on a multidimensional level. Can you give us some examples or experiences uh, that... We'll just blow it away. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I have, and I've been doing this for a very long time. In addition to working with people in Orange County, I actually work with people all over the globe. I actually do Skype sessions with people in other countries, other states. So I have many, many, many stories, situations, lots of times. So we are spiritual beings in this human form, right? We're energetic beings. The thing that most people don't understand is there is more to us than we can perceive with our physical eyes, right, with our five senses. We are made up of the energy of our mother, of our father, of their mothers, of their fathers, all the way back to our ancestors, right, and also the energy of our past life. So those, when we have things that are getting in the way, a lot of people come to me that um, for different reasons, all different reasons, whatever challenges that they're having in their life. There's always something underneath that's causing it, right, a deeper root, a cause. So a lot of times as I guide people through these processes, right, the hypnotherapy, through meditation, and even with children, especially with children, um, 7-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 13-year-olds, but I did also work with an 82-year-old woman recently, So it really doesn't matter the age. A lot of times as I guide them through the process, they will start accessing past lives or they'll start accessing information from a loved one in spirit or an ancestor. It is me. I am guiding them through the process. It's like opening the door, right, and letting go of the fear of whatever has been in the way of them being to access that. I have a lot of people, again, I'm going to talk about even teenagers, right, that come to me that they access information that there's no way that they could know about. Like, for example, they'll know, okay, well, I had it recently, right, with a, with a young woman. She started hearing a voice in, in Spanish, right, as I was guiding her. And she said, well, I don't speak Spanish. Why am I hearing a voice in Spanish? And I said to her, well, well, who speaks Spanish? She said, well, my grandfather spoke Spanish, right? My grandfather's past. I said, well, then it's your grandfather. Let's ask him what he's trying to convey. And then she said, oh, he's, saying, he's asking for forgiveness. He's asking for hmm. forgiveness for something that he, he wants my mom to forgive him for. Then she said to me, well, he doesn't have anything to forgive my mom for. Right. And then afterwards, when I, I, she did um, convey to me after the session that she did speak to her mom and her mom validated, yes, he does have something to forgive me for, 
right? So I hear things like that all the time. Even people will um, access um, information going back to the womb, going back to their childhood. To me, that's normal. But when very much um, more and more, and I think it's because of the energies on the planet, I think it's because of also my vibration, right? I'm continuously focused on raising my vibration, that I'm able to hold the space. I'm able to energetically, I also work with my guides. I work with um, a lot of, um, I went to um, John of God recently. I'm always traveling different places to learn more. The more I raise my vibration, the more I'm able to assist other people. What I say is all ships rise with the rising tide. Right, so even yeah, on the, the the event that we're having, right, with all of us there, the practitioners, we're literally going to help other people. Right, just like when it's an old corny saying, but it's true, right? All ships rise with the rising tide. So it doesn't matter mm-hmm. whether it's a little right dinghy or if it's a big yacht. When that the water comes in to the harbor, all the ships go up. So that's I am so looking. Much- I am so looking forward to exactly that experience at the Soul Journey Festival. Again, guys, everybody, pre-register, $35, 2 to 6, November 21st. Now, now Myrna, when, what personal experiences did you have that convinced you that, that the spiritual realm or the other realms that are non, non-three-dimensional exist? What, when, what were some of your verification moments where you went, oh, my gosh, this is so tangibly real? Well, I will say I have had um, these gifts since I was a little girl. There were things that okay. I knew, and I could right. I would know things. I would. I knew. Um, I would go places, and I would know. Okay, I've been here before, and I know what's going to happen. So I had those experiences as a child, but I repressed them. And I okay. will. I'll share with you that. Um, I then went, as I grew up, right, I went to, into a very focused on my career, and I went into a very corporate, my background is uh, extremely corporate in the garment business. Um, it, it, I ended up going to an event where I walked on hot coal. The next morning when I woke up, I could literally, for a walk on the beach the next morning, I could literally see auras around every plant, around every person, around every bird in the sky, around every dog, mm. around every mm. – right. I, could, I started hearing voices. I started seeing things. Um, and I literally, at the time, I thought I was going crazy because I didn't realize what was happening. Uh, uh. But that's what set me off. Well, I call it my journey, my quest. I did – start taking classes, I started um, right, I started going to spiritual centers, I started learning about meditation, um, and then I, I know that I was guided. So I also, I have had a lot of experiences, validation, um, sometimes even before, right, in the session, I, I'm empathic, so I can feel people's energy, I can feel, okay, this is, right, an ancestor that's, um, affecting them or this has to do with the past life or this has to do with their childhood. But also, too, I, I have guides. I know who they are. I communicate with them. Um, I have so many. I don't even know where to start with all the validation. Um, <laughs> well, can you just give us one, one experience that we can hang on to? I know you have this plethora of uh, 
you know, the Wikipedia of experiences, but can you give us uh, another experience besides of being able to see the, the auras? I mean, that's, that's a great, amazing moment that must have been quite an aha. Is, it, is there something else that you can just, like, tie your anchor on and go, wow, that event well, was so clarifying? Met, many, many, many. This is not just one event. This is many events. I, I meditate, right, daily, and it, it all depends on the person's energy and their vibration and how open they are. But many times the night before, I'm going to see, even if it's a stranger that I haven't ever met before, when I'm meditating, I will get information, right? I will ah. get information, clear information. Mm-hmm. I'm talking clarity. I'm talking, I'll give you one example. I had a, a man who was actually a businessman. I was first time I was going to see him the next day. As I was meditating and I knew um, I started seeing, um, and I knew that it was his father because he was dressed in a, arm, in a uniform, in a Marine uniform, and he literally, I knew it was his father. I got hmm. clear information. This has to do with him being abandoned. It has to do with, right, um, his mother leaving us when, when he was a little boy, right? It has to do, that's, that's what his issue is. Okay. And then I I started seeing an image of a famous actor, right? And I'm, I won't tell you the details because it's been for years. It can't be for years. Right. But yeah, I started no, no. seeing an image, right, an image of a famous actor. And I started even, right, hearing um, clarity, very clear, right? This is what happened, right? His mother left us. And the, it, it didn't have to do with the famous actor, but it was a sign, right, for me. to. And I said, okay, I'm clear. The next morning when I saw him, I said to him, okay, in addition to everything, right, that I'm going to help you with, I also am clairvoyant, I'm intuitive. And I told him what I saw, and I told him about the picture of the famous actor. And I, he said to me, he is my idol, right? Ever since I've been a little boy, he's my idol. He's who I look up to, right? right. So, again, that was a validation of, okay, it really was his father coming through with this message, right? But more importantly, it literally is that was what was at the root of his issue. His abandonment as a child was now affecting him in this currently in his life. What a, what a wonderful way to receive it. I mean, it's like one spot when he's not in front of you and then the next time when he is in front of you, that is a perfect example of what I call a verification experience. And I think that at the soul journey, no matter what size ship you are, in other words, no matter where you are spiritually in your journey, you're going to be elevated by all of these practitioners. Myrna, uh, you can be reached at, again, MyrnaGodfrey.com. Tell us how else we can contact you. Um, You can contact me. You can... um call me. You can contact me on Facebook. Um, it's Myrna, M-Y-R-N-A, Godfrey, G-O-D-F-R-E-Y. And um, I'm looking forward to being there and seeing everyone that's going to uh, participate. It's going to be amazing. It is. We're all going to have an amazing experience. Yes, amazing all of us life. are. And also, the other thing that I do want to interject, and it's something that a lot of um, people issues people have whether they realize it consciously or not right most people don't realize i'm going to go speak to the hypnotherapy piece right that what's really operating us is unconscious it's beneath our awareness 
right? That's, mm. And most people don't realize it. And, it's, again, it's scientifically proven, right, that depending on the scientist that you refer to, either 95 or 98% of us that, that's really operating us, we're not even conscious of. So it is being able to um, access all of that that's beneath our conscious awareness. And the other thing is, too, and I really stress this with people, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have right. to be a struggle. It doesn't have to be a right. challenge, right? It can right. be easy when we allow it to be easy. Yep, exactly. And with all of us together, Myrna, I think we're going to make this, like, fluid <laughs> for all of us. Yes. Myrna, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to learning more from you and have an absolutely wonderful day and welcome with me Christina Geikus into our our conversation here. Uh, Christina, it's so good to have you here. You are a certified hypnotherapist and you offer a lot of different types of assistance with psychological, physical and spiritual concerns including past life aggression and you can be reached at what's called Gnosis Hypnosis, which is G-N-O-S-I-S, hypnosis.com. So welcome, Christina, to the conversation. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Carol. Thanks for having me. Well, it, your contribution to the soul journeys, where we're going to learn how to live a real experience reaching into the journey beyond our three-dimensional world, is going to be what? Well, how are you going to help individuals move outside of their body into these other realms of reality? Well, through relaxation. We'll be doing a, uh, a little relaxation uh, meditation. It's actually hypnosis, and that will allow them to relax to the point where they can go ahead and depart from the physical and find themselves um, out in the astral, and at that point, um, they can possibly receive information from a higher source because they'll be connecting to their higher self. That's going to be a beautiful experience. Now, Christina, one thing that I've been asking everybody is, what were your verification experiences uh, that you either had with clients or with yourself that indicated to you that there actually is a spiritual realm or lots of spiritual realms that are way outside our three-dimensional consciousness. But what personal or professional experiences that you can share, because we don't break confidentiality or privacy, but that just said, wow, this is real. This is for real. It sure is. For myself, actually, as a very young child, I was able to see things, but I did not say anything to anyone because I was concerned they would think I was crazy. Uh, working with different individuals, I would say one of the most awesome experiences I had was a woman who had come to see me, and she was so distraught and um, just crying uncontrollably because she had asked her husband for a divorce. She wanted to be able to do whatever it was she was going to be doing in that time of her life, and she wanted to be free. She went ahead and rented an apartment, but never moved into that apartment because her husband died within one month of the time that she told him she wanted the divorce. And she wow. blamed herself. She was so guilt-ridden, 
and she just couldn't move on with her life. She couldn't do anything. She was really practically paralyzed. So anyway, we did a connect with a departed loved one. We did a grief release, and um, I asked her, I took her somewhere where she was very comfortable and safe. I asked her to ask him to join her there, which he did, and then she had an opportunity to communicate with with him. Of course, uh, souls do not speak. They communicate either telepathically or through abstract form, but she was able to understand him completely. Um, And uh, he told her why he needed to leave, Um, and and she had mentioned to him that he didn't really have to die, um, but he wanted her to be able to have her freedom to do whatever it was she wanted to do. And... You know, she was having a very difficult time letting go, so I asked her to put a white light around him. And, in fact, he put a white light around both of them. During the entire session, he had his arms around her. And um, the transformation that took place was just phenomenal. She relaxed. She was smiling. Her guilt, her pain had been alleviated in just one session. He told wow. her he didn't want her to hurt. He wanted her to go on. And so uh, knowing that she can communicate with him at any time just by um, allowing herself to let go of any external and internal noise and ask him to be there, uh, it just made such a difference in her life. Hmm. Well, that is quite a story. And, and Christina, you say that you also things when you were younger, was, mm-hmm. was there ever a time where y- you knew that what you were seeing was really true, um, but that other people just were not up to the knowledge of it? Yes. It's something that comes with a certainty. That's what gnosis means. It means to know. It's a certainty. Um, and I, I knew it was. It's this feeling, this tingling sensation that you get that you know when something is real. Hmm. So tell us more. When, when you were young, what, what mm-hmm. was one of the what, what what were one of those moments? Well, when I was young, I had seen some individuals, and um, I didn't recognize them. They were spirits, actually. They were not in human form. Uh, they were energy. Um, And I just knew, uh, I was too young, I didn't communicate with them, it was very quick. I have been able to see people that I know who have crossed over. My mother, just before we buried her, um, I could see her, and she was just glowing. I didn't see her Mm -hmm. whole body. All I could see was a smile. And it, this energy, this energy was huge, and it was just glowing, and I understood mm. she was proud of us. Wow. And she was happy. And it, it's mm. just something that you know. And, in fact, um, I was seated at the time with my nieces and my son, and my youngest niece looked at me, and she said, Is that Grandma? And I said, <laughs> So she knew. She knew it was. This has happened wow. many times. I have seen several people who have um, who have crossed over, 
and I get information from them. Um, most recently, when I had eye surgery and there was a complication, I was lying down and I saw someone standing next to me who I thought was my spiritual guide. As it turned out, it was my mother-in-law. They share the same name and they dress similarly. And she was smiling at me and patting my back. And I knew, I knew for sure that the problem that I was experiencing, the complication, was just going to go away, and it did. It healed. Wow. So there wow. are these instances in life. They happen all the time. That's, that is absolutely beautiful. So now you've also received your doctorate. Can you tell us a little bit about your the seriousness of your studies? Okay, yes. I um, had initially, I wanted to be a adolescent psychologist, so I pursued psychology. But then I did a past life regression about 25 years ago, and it, and it just changed my entire perception. And I wow. decided to go ahead and go into hypnosis. And as after I became certified, I took so many classes, and I have so many other certificates, uh, that I saw the power and the ease and, and the speed in healing drug-free, intervention-free, that I pursued psychology, uh, excuse me, that I pursued hypnotherapy and became certified. And then I went on um, to pursue metaphysics and got uh, my doctorate in metaphysical science. My dissertation was on um, actually on reincarnation. So the title of my dissertation was Back Again and Again. And Mm -hmm. um, I give some examples, but I also go through the different religions and their belief, and they all believe it. And they Mm -hmm. all have text about um, reincarnation. Mm -hmm. And that was part of the proof that I I provided for uh, for my theory. Mm Mm-hmm. So the past life regression, I know I know Dr. Heather uh, Rivera, who's done a wonderful clinical statistical analysis of the help of the past life regression. And in your experience as a clinician, a past life regression hypnotherapist, Mm -hmm. uh, can you give an example of someone who was healed because they connected to a past life? Uh, Yes, I can give many examples. I'll give you an example of a woman who had been suffering uh, for eight years, uh, unable to breathe properly. And she was under physician's care for hypertension and diabetes. And her doctors clinically diagnosed her as having coronary heart disease. They ordered a number of tests to try to pinpoint this problem, including angiogram, echocardiogram, stress tests, numerous EKGs, and none of them, none of them detected any type of malfunction with her heart. However, the chest pain continued, so guess what? She was described nitroglycerin capsules to take, which had no therapeutic effect whatsoever, exactly. So in 2008, she requested to do a past life regression to see if she could find what was causing this chest pain and labored breathing. And uh, I'll condense it. She found herself in a closet hiding from her father, a five-year-old child. 
and I asked her why she was hiding. She said she was afraid of her father because he tries to choke me. Well, at eight years old in that lifetime, her father choked both his wife and his daughter. He came into her bedroom and choked her while she was sleeping in her bed. So afterwards, uh, when we met with the elders, uh, she wanted to know if the breathing problem would go away. And the information she received from the elders was very simple. You are healed. You will no longer have a breathing problem. And so she asked if there was something she should do, and the response was, just be happy. Oh, wow. What a a perfect message. Well, Uh Christine, how can can people reach you? How do they connect to you? People can connect to me. Um, My webpage is gnosishypnosis.com. I can be reached by phone at 949-461-5861 or 949-436-2148. I work with clients one-on-one at the Quantum Healing Center in Irvine via Skype and also uh, with telephone conversations. Oh, that's wonderful. And you're also associated to the school that's sponsoring the Soul Journey Festival, which is the School of Multidimensional Healing Arts and Sciences in Irvine. And, Christine, I'm so glad that you're going to be one of our practitioners on that November 21st from 2 to 6 p.m. And it's only $35 for this amazing workshop, everybody. Please re-register so we pre-register so we can get some materials to you prior. But in addition to that, Christina, and I want you to talk a little bit more about this, Every practitioner is going to offer individual or group work from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock on their own. So they're going to be after the workshop's done, people can go and filter into the different practitioners, either for readings or for healing or for classes. And, Christina, you're offering two classes uh, from that 6 to 8 period of time. What are those two classes? Okay. The, the first one will be a past life regression. It will be a group past life regression, Uh, and this way, uh, although it's not one-on-one and we can't get personal and I can't ask any personal questions or work with them individually, they will be able to get an idea of what it's like to do a past life regression. Uh, They will be able to ask a question and search for the answers. The answers will come. Uh, so they will benefit by it. It's just not going to be exactly the same as a private session. And the same with the next one I'll be doing is connect with a departed loved one so that um, these individuals can connect with someone who has crossed over. Beautiful. Those okay. Be doing. So, Christina, in parting here, give our listeners something that they can walk with the rest of the day that will elevate them to the point of realizing that they they have this amazing opportunity, not only at our workshop, but in life, to go so much deeper, so much farther than just what they see with their physical eyes. What What's that inspirational, conscious statement that comes to mind? Uh, well, I think that they need to realize that they can have anything they want, And that's, of course, the concept and the core of Wayne Dyer's book, The Power of Intention. Mm. You'll see it when you believe it. 
So the one thing that they need to believe is that some of those thoughts and messages that are hiding in their subconscious mind are either wrong or outdated, and they need to be able to address them, release them, and accept new beliefs, positive beliefs about themselves. And that's going to make a big difference in how they look at life and how they feel about themselves. Oh, that's beautiful, Christina. Christina Geikas, Dr. Christina Geikas, thank you so much for joining us. And everybody, we're going to say goodbye. A fair due to you in this wonderful hour and 15-minute program. But remember, you're not saying fair due to yourself. You get to have this amazing connection with you that moves you into the way beyond, even if you feel a little peculiar and odd. <laughs> because, after all, why not enjoy, experiment, and explore it out of the box, and in-the-box sorts of experience. I want to thank Jade Elizabeth, Deborah Hookey, Myrna Godfrey, and Christina Geikas for contributing today to raising our consciousness and getting our water high so that all of our boats can float at a much higher level. Cheers to each of you. <laughs>